The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. You're back. Dom, great news. What's the news? The news about Ben Robert Smith. Oh, God, who's he murdered now? No, 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 no. What? Is he what has he He's, gone to jail? No, 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 no. Look, Dom. Charles, the court found that mm. he was lying and that he was plausibly a murderer. Is and, this Ben Robert Smith? Don't and you and a, we talked about this. And a war criminal. And a war criminal. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you buried the lead. And also a bad bloke. <laughs> yes. But and it, it wasn't clear that he was guilty of domestic violence, but the other stuff was so heinous that they figured it wouldn't have made his reputation but, any worse. But Dom. Dom, no. See, it's all a bit of a misunderstanding. A misunderstanding? He's arrived back in the country, arrived back late last week. Why? And he was in Bali. <laughs> he was in Bali. Shouldn't he have gone to somewhere with, with fewer extradition <laughs> treaties? Laws, yeah. Argentina, perhaps? Uh, no. North Korea? And he was asked at the airport, a Channel 9 reporter cornered him. Oh, yeah. And was asked, is he going to apologise? And, and this is the great news, Dom, because listen to what he said. We haven't done anything wrong, so... We haven't done anything wrong. He hasn't done anything wrong. We don't have to worry. I suppose his reputation can't get any worse mm. at this point. I mean, he may as well just keep on brazenly denying. Mean, what, what would be the, the upside in going, yeah, sorry about the murders? Well, the thing is, like, there is, there is a possibility maybe he misinterpreted that question, right? Oh. You know, we haven't done anything wrong. He was talking about... Channel Seven and uh, all oh, I see. Running when he ran you know, Seven in Queensland, yeah, yeah, which is unlikely. Yeah. It's unlikely that, it, that that went off without hitch. Maybe but he meant Charles that on the flight he hadn't murdered anybody or committed any war crimes. Oh, like just, I see. just yeah, in was, transit from Bali to Australia, it was like you know I'm not going to apologise because I didn't actually murder any staff on the on the flight. No, over. I didn't bump anyone else off. Because yeah. it's worth noting, mm. Charles, that since. Uh, we last discussed this fairly juicy topic. Yes. Um, there was a whole other murder that came out during the uh, the inquiry <laughs> into Australian Defence Forces in Afghanistan. It's and hard. that wasn't one of the ones that Nine that yeah. had published. Look, it's hard to keep track. Like, uh, you know, Nick McKenzie, he did a good job. He's yeah. a good journalist. But, you know, uh, I can imagine, like, all these war crimes on your desk, you, you're going to miss Things one. slip through. Yes. More in a moment. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. He's not going to apologise. Sure. So then the journalist asked, I think sort of almost clarifying, you know, what about all the war crimes you committed, mm. basically, was the gist of the question. This was his answer. I'm devastated with the result. It's, uh, it's a terrible outcome and it's the incorrect outcome. Now, so I'm not sure whether he's talking about the court case right. or the war crimes. Oh, I, sure. I, I suspect the outcome, like he's 
What he's talking about is he's devastated by the fact that he's found out, been found out. So he's not <laughs> devastated that he shot someone and kicked them off a cliff and all mm. the other stuff. No, no, the elderly. I, I think it was an imam that was murdered in the in the new murder that was that came. From oh life. right, there's an imam. There was an imam. Yeah, that was yeah. in the uh, part in the. Was well, lucky in, inquiry. Lucky that uh, that wasn't part of the defamation case because you know in Australia killing an imam. Is, is reputationally enhancing, isn't I'm, it? I imagine it would be in some quarters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially in, in the, around the corridors of Channel 7. But, yeah, so, like, he says it's a terrible outcome, an incorrect outcome, which, uh, you know, like, I'm I'm predisposed to trusting what Ben Robert Smith has said, you know. Given sure. Well, he's, he's a decorated <laughs> soldier, Charles. He's got multiple <laughs> right. decorations. Perhaps the point is, though, that actually we've misunderstood the whole thing the whole way. And oh, that, that seems likely. Yeah, and the, the whole thing is that the reason why he sued for defamation is because he is proud of the war crimes he committed. Like he doesn't oh. see if there's anything wrong because it's like, well, I just murdered a few people, committed a few war crimes and lied. You see what I mean? Like and maybe the point is that that's the sort of thing that in his circles makes him a top bloke. Oh, he's heroic. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So then the journalist actually asked, you know, are you are you proud of, of what you've done? And this was his response. Are you proud of how you behaved when you served Australia? Of course I am. Of course I am. Of course I am. Of course I am. So I, I, I think that this is, I think what has happened is there's been this massive, you know how in movies, especially in comedies, you know, you can have a whole premise that sort of, where one person thinks one thing and the other person thinks another thing. Oh, misunderstand. Well, it's, it's, it goes back to classic Shakespeare, doesn't yes, it? Yes, exactly. Yes. I mean, maybe maybe they thought Ben Robert Smith was, was like was like a girl dressed up as a boy yes. in a classic Shakespearean <laughs> comedy. Yes, and so there's been a mix-up, which is he was suing on the basis that, yeah, I committed all these war crimes and murdered everyone. Yeah. But, but in a good way. In a good way. In a reputationally enhancing yes, way. Yes, that's right. And therefore people saying that I didn't do that or, you know, like I shouldn't have done that is the def- defamatory part of the whole. Suggesting there's anything wrong. Yes. There's anything to be ashamed of yes. uh, with, with all the murders. So yes. just to clarify the other murder, I've just <laughs> got the information here. We just we wouldn't want to miss yeah. one out. Wait, wait a minute. Is this the murder that you're talking about a couple of minutes ago or is this another new there one? There might be some more. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I, can't well, te- I can't say this is the last one. This is um, breaking, ABC Investigations. Breaking murders. So this isn't Channel 9. This is the ABC's come up with this. He directed an SAS comrade to kill an elderly man who was dragged from a mosque in Afghanistan. Mm. And they obviously found this out. And I only reported it once as soon as the Channel 9 thing dropped. Oh, I By see. the way, very brave. They very didn't, brave. They didn't, brave, brave. So, Robin, they didn't want to attract any heat. Until and they, it, um, it caused a diplomatic incident with the, with the Afghani government. Um, <laughs> in fact, the oh, Australian really? government defended the killing of Haji Raz Muhammad from Solar in Urshgan province, saying that he was an infurg- in, that he was an insurgent. The Afghan government, Hamid Karzai, said, no, he was an elderly imam that you've just murdered. I mean, he does seem to like mm. taking out the elderly, doesn't he? I mean, yes. Ben Robert Smith is like the second yeah. most uh, well-known killer of old people but after COVID. Because I must say, my impression of war heroes was always they go after the hardest per- well, person like, in like the Like the pack. Red Baron. Yeah, exactly. The, the like, flying ace. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, it, sort of strapping young 20-something, mm. you know, Killing machines is who you're going after, not the sort of old farmer who's got one leg. <laughs> like it's sort of yeah, that's true. He's got an elderly imam, a guy yeah. with one leg, and another old guy. It's I not- mean, give him a second Victoria Cross. <laughs> 
Anyway, so the question it now turns, he's back in Australia. Sure. He's resigned from Channel 7. Yeah. What does he do next? Well, Charles, I, I see that um, uh, Susan Kiefel, the Chief Justice of the High Court, is stepping down. I would have thought it would be fantastic. Why not serve his country on the bench? Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Yeah, and look, there's lots of elderly people in the high That's court. That's true, that actually. He can he clear can... the whole bench. <laughs> That's right. Because yeah. I was Oops, thinking... there's only one judge here today. Ben, what do you think? Because apparently there's also going to be a vacancy in the Senate fairly soon. Oh, yes, that's Maybe true. he could run as a as a Victorian Liberal senator. Well, look, I haven't heard of any allegations, apart from the domestic violence and the, the thing with the girlfriend on the side. Mm. I haven't heard of him like harassing anyone within well, Parliament. It sort of feels like it's probably a fairly good qualification for being in Parliament nowadays. It does seem to happen a lot. <laughs> yes. It just seems like as soon as there's one allegation, a whole bunch mm. of other ones come forward. I think yes. we're up to three now, are we? Well, I think, Senator Van. Yeah, I think the whole thing is that the way it's worked, and I'm not saying it's a good thing, in fact I'm not saying, <laughs> definitely not saying it's a good thing, but the way all that sort of sexual harassment stuff has happened in the past is there's been a code of silence between all the parties. Right. Which is like, okay, we won't dob on you if you don't dob on us. Sure. Sort of mafia-style type thing. And I think what has happened is, I mean, I, I don't know whether you heard on, on ABC Radio, there was one Liberal MP who was actually talking about how she, she and her fellow female staffers don't feel safe walking in the halls of Parliament House at night. Sure. Well, <laughs> like, why, why would you? No. Yes, but it's sort of... It's shocking that it – anyway. Um, I mean – It's not really funny. We spent the whole week of last week talking about the Brittany Higgins allegations and they tried to say Katie Gallagher knew a few mm. days earlier and there was a giant conspiracy. Mm. I must say, Charles, if there was a giant conspiracy, it hasn't achieved very much. It seems to be more devastating for Brittany Higgins than anybody else what's happened, really. Yes, yes. Um, so, you know, let's watch the, the, the information on that one. But it was very classy, I think, of Peter Dutton – to bring up Lydia Thorpe's recent nightclub incident mm. uh, when discussing the matter of one of his own colleagues being accused of sexually harassing her. That was that was just a classy oh, move, yeah. wasn't it? No, he's all class. Yeah. And I think what he said was he wasn't going to discuss them. Oh, he mentioned that's what that's you do. Good. If you want to remind yes. people about a thing. See, that's what Ben Robert Smith should have done when he got cornered by that Channel 9 journalist oh, at the yes. airport. Yes. He should have gone on the attack, not necessarily murdering people, but just like gone on the attack, brought up a whole lot of other things, yeah. saying that oh, he wasn't going to discuss them. The man with one leg, he could yeah. had lots yeah. of issues. He could have said yes. one of them being that he only has one leg, presumably. <laughs> yeah, but no, right. uh, Peter Dutton said Senator Thorpe has lots of issues and then her activities, and I'm quoting here, in nightclubs involving alcohol – I don't seek to comment on it. Oh, my God. I don't seek to comment on it. And even 3AW slapped that down, Charles. (laughs) Even 3AW were like, mate. That's he should get a job at Channel Seven. <laughs> oh, Maybe. Channel Seven Queensland manager, actually, I will tell you what, mm. he's a Queensland. I'd love him. Wouldn't they love him at Seven in Queensland? Yes, he's got an. As much, he's got as much hair as as Koshy did. So maybe yeah. he could the Dutster. The Dutster. There's some great polling out uh, about Peter Dutton. Oh yeah, which is that he is now less popular than Chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> than Ben Robert Smith. <laughs> ben Robert Smith. He's as popular as Philip Lowe. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you see, by the way, I saw this on um, Friend of the Show, Senator Green Senator Max Chandler-Mathers' Twitter. The Reserve Bank, do you know how much they spent on their renovation? Oh, no. 
They're renovating their offices. Yeah. You take a guess how much. It's blown up. The budget's blown over. Well, it would be. It this would is from be, the Fin Review, uh, by the way. Like, this is from yeah. a pro RBA source. This would be at least a, it would be at least a couple of hundred grand. You know, 500. 500 Half grand. a billion dollars to fix up their offices. Well, five, 500 million. 500 million dollars. I thought you said, I thought you were meaning $500,000. No, $500 million. <laughs> it's blown out. I was out by a factor of a thousand. <laughs> I mean, they're very, you know, they're sort of um, broodless offices on what? Martin Place. They're quite, quite iconic. 500 million. $500 million, yeah, on that. Just, just oh, as a- actually, and I, I talked to the builder. I talked to the contractor. I live opposite the contractor who's doing that building. How can can you afford a place officer? A no, guy you, is getting $500 million. You No, I, th- I think he's just like a builder on it. But he said the reason why it's so expensive is because the RBA refused to move out of the building and so they oh. have to keep doing it in stages. And every time, you know, they hold an important meeting, it's everyone's got to down the drills. Well, it, it's, it's going to be headache. It was approved at $260 million, which, which raises questions. Right. And it's blown out to nearly double because of that found asbestos. Ooh. Oh, yeah, it is. It's a pretty old. Building. Maybe Philip should haul out the SP. Not not wanting to. We should <laughs> as part of his nine hundred thousand dollar a year pay package. Yeah. Well, the thing is about the RBA is that I mean, honestly, what do they do besides the meeting? I mean, you can't tell me that's driven by data. You can't tell me that they've got oh, no, a team of hundreds of, of of analysts going. Oh, should you put it up? Put it down? Like everyone knows what they're going to do. They don't mm. need. All they need is just the board to meet every four weeks, mm. make an annoying, unjustified decision. Yes. Everyone tips what they're going to do anyway. And you they know, can sack them all. And you know what their submission to the inquiry about the RBA was? What was that? That they wanted less meetings. Is it too much scrutiny? Oh, too much. Too, too many meetings all the, once a month. And just gotta, while we're on that, yeah. the fact that they always have one in Melbourne on the day of the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Chaser Report: News a few days after it happens. I should note that I've, as I've mentioned before, my, my grandfather was the governor of the RBA. But in those days, I'm sure they, they did a lot of important work. <laughs> but he didn't get any of this shit that Philip Lowe's got, possibly because he didn't, he wouldn't have been drawn on whether or interest rates were going to go up or down. But also, like, just fucking, like, if you're going to put up interest rates 12 times, which I'm not saying is good, but if you're going to do that, then maybe just be a little bit apologetic, not smugly laugh at the plight of people who are doing it hard and telling people who've got share households to get more people in their share households. Like, like literally, I don't know what he thinks. He thinks that, you know, people, like I know people who have started renting out their cupboards, right? Like, like I know somebody who lives underneath stairs, Harry yeah. Potter style. Do you, do you know a place? Can I? <laughs> That's right. I wouldn't mind a spot. But you're going, just, just like, after the show. how do you fit more people 
wanted to share households where there's already a couple. Like, what, you want two people in the cupboard? Well, I'm sure that the people who can't afford to live in Sydney would be very happy to have a lovely space in Martin Place, right in the heart of the city, oh. which is a bit of asbestos. They're yes. not going to mind. No, we're They're going to die young anyway but, because of the crippling cost of, of health care these days in Australia. But No, but it doesn't have asbestos anymore. They spent $500 million. I love that idea. Why don't it's like switcheroo? The RBA goes and sets up in a share house. That's that's because that's what Philip oh, Lowe. Oh yes, the RBA whole but, office should move into. Yes. Like we started the Chaser newspaper in the spare room of your house. Yes, exactly. Your share house, and that's his own advice. He said, "Oh, look, if you can't afford something, move some more people what in." A good idea. I think the RBA office can be used for affordable housing. Yes, and they can move yes. into my garage. Yep. I've got a, quite a you big got, garage. You've got a big yeah, garage. It's a big garage. Yeah. It's big enough for the yeah. they can chip in towards but, the rent. But would you be happy with them having a meeting once a, a month? I mean, that's oh, they might have to pretty do that at the pub. Pretty arduous. We can book the meeting room at the pub. Yeah, around the corner. That'd yeah, that, right. that's the way. Yeah, because there's the whole upstairs. Yeah, at yeah, the pub a, around the corner. It's fine. You just yeah. just buy some drinks. They'd yep. definitely be buying some drinks. You can't mm. tell me there's a lot of serious deliberation. That, oh, I'm going to put up? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the meeting, isn't it? <laughs> another, another 25 basis points? Yeah, yeah. God, why not? Yeah, okay. Economy's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, all the finance journalists think we're going to. Yeah. We might as well. We don't, don't want to make fools out of them. Yep. That's the meeting. See you guys. See ya. Who's oh, drinks? Should yeah. we go to the pub? Oh, we we're already are. <laughs> I think that's a much better model for the RBA. Okay. Good. Well, I'm glad we've solved that. We've solved that. Now, what about Ben Robert Smith? So Ben Robert Smith is, is back in the country. Mm. Um, yeah. I so, don't understand what he thought he'd find here. Well, this is the thing. So the journalist asked him, what next? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing what, next? What's the, are you going to, you know, like, what are you going to do? And and this was his reply. Um, there's not much more I can say about it. Uh, we'll just have to work through it, and um, I'll take the advice as it comes. I'll take the advice as it oh, comes. You know what, though? He could make some money contracting. I mean, he needs money, right? He needs money. He's got skills. Yeah. Assassin. He wouldn't do it subtly. No. And he'd, he'd and probably... He, he would only, other people would be involved. It would only be, like, for over 65 cripples. <laughs> over 65 cripples. Uh, or imams. And the, the, the thing that would be complicated, Charles, is that yeah. much of Australia... Much of the Commonwealth of Australia in which we live is flat. And mm. he's not good in those conditions. No. He then needs cliffs. <laughs> he needs cliffs. If you were, if no, you were in Sydney, at, if, yeah. like let's say Watson's Bay or something where there's a nice cliff, no, mm. he's your man. I think that that's right. Maybe he could knock off half the eastern suburbs. That's another way to address yeah. the housing crisis. I mean, <laughs> honestly, if, if you live near the Gap, be very oh. careful in so, Sydney. So this is it. We get Ben like, Fuck Philip Lowe, we get Ben Robert Smith to solve the housing crisis by getting him to assassinate all the rich cunts in the eastern suburbs. I mean, if, if Ben Robert Living Smith turns up at an RBA board meeting, I'd be very worried. I'm half of the board. <laughs> the other thing is they're all being replaced. So there's an advisory board that's coming in that's going to set the interest rates, right? Mm. So the RBA board, yeah. they're just going to uh, well, govern the bank? What does the bank even fucking no, do? It, it's all the, they're going to look up the admin. Talk about humiliating sort of... <laughs> Is there going to be like any other board where it'll be like, okay. The oversight. Should we just, you know, yeah. Well, they're not even doing that. Like, does our old building from the 50s or 60s or whatever it's from have asbestos in it? I don't know. Maybe someone should check in case the cost flies out. <laughs> Great job, RBA board. Wow. 
<laughs> I know, if you see it, it's quite a beautiful but, old building. Well, it obviously has asbestos. Like there's nothing. It but, is so old that then it'd be amazing if anything was in there that wasn't made out of asbestos. Can I just ask though? Yeah. Like you know how climate change is a real crisis. I've heard this. It's palpably. I haven't seen it with my own eyes. Palpably o- obvious mm. to everyone mm. that it's a crisis. Yeah. Same with housing crisis. Crisis. Palpably obvious to some. To some. RBA. Crisis. Not doing great. Absolute shit house. Shit show. Shit show. Very obvious, right? Labor hasn't done anything about anything. Like but none of those things it's doing anything about. Charles, like, Charles, well, like, Charles. That's I, very unfair. I, I think got- we, we assume that, that Philip Lowe's going to go because he's doing a very fucking obviously bad job. Mm. But given the track record of Labor so far... I'm thinking he's probably going to be reappointed. No, no. He's, Look, the, got, he's the climate crisis of banking. Charles, I, I think you're wrong. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain why. I, th- I think there's a clear candidate to replace Philip Lowe. <laughs> it's a man who needs a job, whose yes. reputation could not possibly go <laughs> any <laughs> lower. Who the, the straight, mm. If, we have to, if we're going to hate on the RBA government, which is quite a new thing, by the way, I think Philip Lowe is the first one mm. who is universally despised. Yes. Ben Robert Smith. Yes. He doesn't have to do it. He just has to turn up. No. Nah. Just interest rates up. Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Let's go kill some old cunts. Yeah. Um, it's just to do that. And then no one's going to hate him anymore. He's perfect appointment. Yeah. Perfect. And Philip Lowe, it, look, I'm just going to say if he's not going to resign, <laughs> he might find the problem's taken care of. <laughs> I certainly hope he's not any kind of imam because if so, he's <laughs> fucked. Our gurus from Rome, we are part of the Iconoclast Network. See you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.